Hello, Earthlings. Happy Mothership Monday. I hope everyone is doing so amazing. I have a lot more energy this time. I was listening back to last week's and I was like, we just can't, we just can't record at night. It just doesn't work. Um, but whatever, now we know. So last time we got into um, talking about body composition and how your programming is what kind of determines the outcome um, and why the exercises that you choose have an impact on your body results and things like that. So it's kind of, there's a lot of different branches to this topic. So it's going to be a series. Um, there's going to be a lot to get into. Um, I might do like a part two at some point to kind of get more into, um, like more into talking about the process of like gaining weight, maintaining, losing, things like that. Um, but that's not what I planned out for today. Um, so maybe next week, um, because for example, like right now for me, for my personal programming for myself, I, um, we're going to talk about programming today, but I am at a place where I have definitely gained enough for what I'm comfortable with. Um, cause I've definitely said, I feel like I've said before, I'm not someone who can just like keep gaining very easily because it's just so much food. And like, frankly, like I can't digest all of that and feel comfortable and sleep well and have energy. Um, like I'm, I do not enjoy bulking. I think it's just my least favorite thing. It, it's so uncomfortable, awful, but I like cutting cause it gives me, I mean, not aggressively, but I like, <laughs> I like the cutting phase more because it gives me so much more energy and I sleep better and I just, I just, obviously you feel lighter because cutting is losing weight, but you know, um, so we might talk about that another time and kind of get into it. But like I was saying, um, for my personal programming, it's like I've gained enough, um, and I'm, I've gained enough. I've been resting a lot more lately because like I've really been needing it. Um, and I've really been learning to take more rest than I even normally would. Um, and I've been having pretty good results from it. So I'm changing my programming and that's been a process lately that obviously like, you know, it's a little trial, trial and error, but then sometimes it's like, I get to a point where I'm like, actually, maybe I want to get my strength back. We'll see. Like, I've been trying to get my pull-up back, which I used to be really good at them. Same with push-ups. And then I just got, like, not focused on strength at all. And I was really obviously focused on, like, physique, which is fun, and a lot of lower body. Um, but now I'm moving more into, like, in terms of physique, more of like a maintenance phase where I'm changing my programming, like I said. So like I said last time, the way I'm approaching this is, like I said, if you're gaining muscle, like I was for a while, you do like your hypertrophy programming where your weight is what I would call medium. So you're moving probably like, you know, able to do 
like three sets of eight to 10, maybe 12 reps somewhere in there. Um, comfortably where it's not super easy, but it's not agonizing to when you're not, you know, sacrificing form, things like that. Cause if you're sacrificing form, then you can't lift something. It just, that's how it works, right? It's not, it's not for you. Not yet. Um, so it's that like Goldilocks, like perfect in between. Um, but now, like I said, I'm going back to maintenance and how I said, like when you follow or take fitness advice from people who are not in a trans transformative state, like they're not going through body recomposition or anything like that. They're simply just like maintaining the body composition that they have or the body weight that they have. And if you're trying to go through fat loss, um, weight gain, maybe, or just, you know, in total, like we talked about last time in total, just a recomp, um, of muscle fat, that ratio, um, you are not going to get transformative results from a non-transformative program because it doesn't work that way, right? Like you have to be on a transformative program. You have to be doing things that cause uh, the adaptation of, you know, muscle growth. Um, but when you're doing like in muscular endurance type of things, so these would be like high reps, like 12 plus, right? 14 plus, 15, plus, whatever. Um, 15 plus, um, like low weights or body weight, you know, low weight, meaning like relative to like what you can lift, right? Like, cause like when you train shoulders, you use really like little weight because it's shoulders, right? It's like, you know, further, <laughs> if you're moving further away from the midline of the body, it's a lot harder to lift more weight, the further away from the center of your body that you get, because hello core does a lot of, a lot of things, whatever gravity. We're, we'll talk about that another time. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's still challenging, right? Like, you know, eight, eight pounds for like a lateral raise. Holy crap. Like a lot of, I mean, I, I've been able to do it lately, which is exciting, but, um, for a while I was like, this is impossible. This is so freaking hard. Um, so freaking heavy, but like eight pounds, making eight pounds feel heavy is, you know, a wonderful thing, a tremendous feat, but like, you know, that's why so many people hate doing shoulders, but because they humble you, but whatever, like what I was saying, like low weight, meaning like relative to the exercise and the muscle groups, um, like I said, able to do high, very high reps. So that is not a transformative type of exercise, not transformative programming. I really could care less what people who, you know, do those types of exercises like say about it if they're lying like i said toning is a fake word it's it's marketing term it is made up there's a lot of words that i mean if you've studied marketing or if you just were interested in it that's what i went to college for um fit <laughs> so mostly like um mostly like fashion obviously and like you know things like that exclusivity um like branding wise like whatever like high-end stuff is mostly what we focused on because like, I mean, it's New York City um, and fashion, but yeah, like in terms of fitness, like toning is a, it's a marketing term. It is made up. 
So we'll just, we already went over that last time. It's like what you want to do is body recomposition, but like, you know, whatever. It's just whatever. It just, I already, I already said my whole, my whole thing on that. Um, so we're just going to focus on programming today. So yeah, like I don't, I don't dislike, like I'm going back to my, to maintenance, right? So I'm going back to muscular endurance, meaning like, um, a lot of my focus now is going to be not entirely because I am going to throw some strength days in, meaning like higher weight, lower rep. Um, like I said, trying to get my pull up back, that's strength, but I'm also focusing more on like lower, lower volume, higher rep, and just like, you know, kind of playing with that, having like really low days and maybe really high days. We'll see. I'm just kind of playing with my programming right now. So like, I don't hate things like yoga or Pilates or whatever. Like, you know, I do a lot of mat work myself. Um, you know, like I talk about planks all the time. That's, you know, like low volume. That's, it's really helpful muscular endurance is really important. Um, even for like my sleepier muscles, like specifically my inner thighs, my adductors, they're tremendously sleepy. Um, cause it's like, you know, I've been able to get like the strength up high, but in term like in terms of like, you know, maybe the adductor machine getting it up fairly high, but it's like, that doesn't do enough for like stabilizing <laughs> my like knee, ankle posture, hip, all of that type of posture throughout the day because that is endurance. So I have to kind of like focus on like adductor raises and things like that. Um, You know, side planks are super helpful for that um, and variations with that. But um, yeah, so like I don't hate things that are body weight and whatnot, I think they, they have, they do have a use. They have a use, but their use is just not transformative. Their use is, it's just a completely, it's just a completely different type of thing, right? Um, so hopefully that's clear. So it's not to like say like, oh, stop going to, you know, Pilates class or whatever. No, like if you want to do it, do it. But like, if you're looking for transformative, workouts and like you're dealing with like you don't have a lot of muscle mass you have more body fat mass and you're trying to go through a transformative process or if you're just trying to gain weight whatever it's it really it's it's just not transformative and it really depends on everyone's baseline it's going to be different for everybody so that's also why I say like if someone's doing something where it's like a little more maintenance and maybe like the visible results that they have, it's like they already have low body fat or maybe they, you know, for myself, I only need to really like lose, not need to, but like can lose to be able to see like my abs. It's like losing like maybe like a pound, like, or two, or two, like it's not a lot. Um, so like, it's just, like my maintenance for like my abs is just like, you know, it's, it's kind of irrelevant. Um, it's really like diet and like everything else that makes the body composition. Like if that makes sense, like you can't just follow like a bunch of like, you know, 
like I said, muscular, a lot of ab workouts and specifically, I should have said this on, I might've said this on Gimme Gimme Core, are not also non-transformative. They're very much like muscular endurance. Usually sometimes they're strength. Sometimes, well, it really depends on how you program, I should say. But, um, and it depends on the exercise, but most, for the most part, if you're doing like planks, crunches, whatever, stuff like that, um, that is all not strength. That's all not usually hypertrophy. Crunches can be, they can be if you're using weight, but still it's like, you can only go up so high and it's for it to be safe and it's like pointless. So it's really like a body fat thing. Um, and because it's not a transformative exercise it's something that like you only really see visible results with when you have lower body fat and you get to lower body fat like we said by doing like recomp hypertrophy training if you need to gain the weight or need to gain the muscle gain the weight whatever um to be able to more easily lose the fat and have more visible muscle all of that raise the metabolism all of that so yeah so that's our little recap but i figured We obviously need to get into programming because this is like the meat of it all. This is what it is. Um, So I'm redoing my my programming episodes. Um, And I don't know how many of them I'm going to do, but we'll see. I really, really want to redo my variables ones because I kind of had this idea to like, I don't know, not a series, but like at least have get into people's minds where it's like when you're looking at an exercise and someone's claiming it does something, aside from like what's the anatomy of it, it's kind of just, and like what's the function of the muscle? Like what is that movement? Um, It's also kind of like name that variable. Name that variable. What is the variable? Is it time under tension? Right? Is it, is it volume? Like what is it? Like what is it about? this exercise that makes it work like what's the variable like how is it different from like you know if it's like I don't know like how is um I don't know one squat different from another squat like why is this why is this one special like what is it about it you know and then you can kind of tell like what is bullshit and what's real um whatever we'll get into that on the variable day so anyway um Okay, um, yes, like we said the last time, it's, um, trusted sources are important. Like, where are you getting your exercises? I don't think people always ask their clients this, like, when they first meet them. I'm like, well, you should, because it's like, like, it just kind of like, like I said, there's a lot of noise around fitness, and like, God knows what people choose to listen to more often than not people don't want to hear like the facts because people have known the facts about fitness for god knows how long but like there continues to be a bunch of bullshit around it because like you have people who don't know what they're talking about like trying to like teach or like not even trying to teach they're not trying to teach i'm trying to teach um or they're just trying to like I don't know what they're trying to do, like trying to gain a following, which honestly is like, (laughs) I'm not going to get into that tangent today. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there, but, um, we're not going to go there, but it's like, you just can't trust everybody. I mean, it is what it is. Like be, be suspicious, be curious. I don't know. That's probably better than being suspicious. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am suspicious, but I'm also curious. But yeah, like where are you getting your exercises from? Like, how did you put this workout together? Like, like where did you source it from? Like before I was a trainer, I would take a lot of my stuff from like um, just conditioning from like sports that I played growing up mostly, like I've said this before, mostly like gymnastics slash cheerleading for, but that's like almost all like my upper body slash back. Well, yeah, back is upper body, but like I was like kind of thinking specifically shoulders, but um, like upper body and core, a lot of that was all from like cheer gymnastics, um, things like that. Um, and then it's like, I had to kind of like learn so many other things. Cause I, you know, was all quads, all quads and all calves. Um, and then kind of had to really learn more about the posterior chain to try to like, you know, work on hamstrings and glutes, all of that. And it was a real process, but now obviously being a trainer, I obviously like know what these muscles do, how to work them, what I'm supposed to be doing, um, that all of that fun stuff. So now we're here. Um, but yeah, like how, like you need to, you need to like, you just need to trust where you're getting the information from. If someone is a professional, like certified professional, you can trust them, right? You can trust them. If they're not like, I would just question like, you know, what they're doing. Obviously, like, a lot of people don't know what to look for in terms of form. Um, A lot of people just don't really know what to look for in terms of, like, the way that workouts are structured. Because even if, like, your your form is fine with certain exercises, but if you're structuring your workout improperly, you're really not going to get... You might get fatigued in, like, the wrong order and then not get as an as efficient of an exercise as you would want. You might not get the results that you were really looking for because maybe like your rest periods are not correct. Um, or like your rep range is like random and doesn't make any sense for what you want. Um, so yeah, there's like, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, the way that a lot of trainers come up with their exercises, it's like you have, you know, however many movement patterns pretty I'm pretty sure there's seven right I didn't study before this <laughs> there's only like so many movements um so many like movement patterns and then it's like you have the anatomy of your muscles in the way like what what muscles it you know you find a muscle you find out like what does it do like I like like what like what does I don't know what does my rec fem do um, rectus femoris. I don't know. It's one of the quad muscles. Like, what does that do? Oh, it extends the knee. Okay. I'm going to hit that by doing leg extensions, like things like that. Um, so, and then you just kind of like go from there, if that makes sense. But it's difficult when people don't know anatomy, if they don't know things like that. But yeah, that's like kind of how you go about different exercises. And then you play with variables. Um, things like that. Like weight is not the only variable, but we'll get into that on the variable episode. Um, but you have to pick things that actually like make sense for the muscle groups, but also like your total goal at the end of the day. Cause it's like, maybe I'm doing things that are like correct exercises, but what if this isn't my goal? Right. Like doing, like I said, doing like endurance 
muscular endurance when you want body transformation it's like well you're not going to get a body transformation if you're doing muscular endurance it doesn't work that way um you have to do a completely different or even like strength to be honest with you like if you're just doing like very high volume and low rep it's like and expecting to have a transformative experience that doesn't work that way either because like that has nothing to do with your body comp either um even though i feel like people those are just two things that i feel like when people on either end of those spectrums where it's like wherever they favor they think that these are the only two extremes that exist but also but like neither of them do anything for body comp literally neither of them it's just kind of it's weird it's weird um they have different purposes but it's like one is more performative like like literally a performance of like i can hip thrust x amount of weight versus like muscular i mean i guess muscular endurance can be performative too if you're doing like planks whatever but like you know it's just they're not they're not transformative which is why we have to get into the programming because this is like how you decide things um and what makes it happen so um yeah like (laughs) i think i already went through most of this stuff on my on my notes but it's like yeah like i said does it make sense like when you put an exercise together does this actually make any sense and people probably don't know which because it's difficult if you're not familiar with like the human body and things like that um and maybe you've been doing the same stuff for a while um and maybe you're like yeah my form is fine but it's like yeah but like where is your programming and exercise is like i don't know an exercise is like a pair of pants you know it's not a full outfit and it's certainly not a full wardrobe right so like i try to compare things to styling a lot because it is helpful for the girly girls for the fashion girls cool girl it girl fun girl fit girl um at least for myself um so yeah like i always say you wouldn't wear a swimsuit to dinner i love the swimsuit it's fun it you know maybe it looks good maybe you've had great times in it i don't really know but like you're not wearing it to dinner right so it's you can't just do like random exercises and kind of expect to get the results that you want because it's like similar it's just like well this is just like contextually inappropriate um it doesn't it doesn't work right it 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 does not work it makes no sense so it's like if i even with the so we'll just stick with like the the physique style programming and like the body transformation type of thing for just for sake of confusion um like if my goal is you know to raise my muscle mass lower my my body fat like i said i'm not going to do muscular endurance as like my main programming i'm not going to do strength as my main programming either i'm going to do hypertrophy programming and then from there i'm gonna you know make the appropriate changes like i am right now i already did my hypertrophy programming (laughs) i already like you know got the gains i wanted and then you know it's time to kind of do a little bit of a cut because that's where we're at also it's about to be spring like it's time it's time it's midriff season not like it really matters but like to me it's just what i want like i work out for a reason um and now it's time to kind of change my programming with that to kind of like match like my calorie intake things like that um keeping the energy balance correct so everything makes sense um but like i wouldn't like, but if I, 
if I wasn't in this phase and I just kind of was just starting out, I wouldn't be like, okay, I'm gonna go like start jogging. I'm gonna go jog and hope that that makes all of my body fat go away or most of it. And it doesn't work that way. Um, it just, it doesn't do, it, it's definitely not at all what you wanna be doing if you wanna go through like a physique process. Like I would definitely stop running. Um, but that's just like my very straightforward, very straightforward answer. Um, if you love running, sure, whatever. But if you're like, I'm going to start running and hope that it gives me the transformation that I want, it doesn't work that way. Sprinting can help, but I wouldn't recommend it to people because it's too high impact. And like coming off of like, trainers always say coming off the couch like if someone hadn't been working out and now they're working out you are not going to tell them to go sprint that is out of control that is so crazy um yeah go run go sprint like you don't walk that much but go sprint that that would be crazy like no I would never I would never recommend that because I'm not insane so yeah there's just there's just yeah there's just a lot that kind of goes into programming and they're like sprinting and running or totally or jogging whatever totally different styles of cardio completely different muscle fibers completely different outcomes completely different body types that's why like long distance runners look totally different from sprinters it's just you know it's that whole like slow twitch versus fast twitch muscle and i've like i was horrible i did do cross country and then i found out i had asthma <laughs> um but i was always really like fortunately blessed with sprinting abilities even though I don't really sprint anymore because like I'm getting older and I don't I don't know I feel like it's just too much as you get older to like put that type of impact on your joints it's not it just doesn't sound smart for longevity um same thing with like high strength but whatever that's just like a whole whatever people people get upset when you tell them like you probably shouldn't do super high strength forever but um that's whatever that's just it's a whole other thing. Um, I feel like this is getting a little off track. <laughs> not really. I guess it's not that bad. It's just been like, it's just whatever. We're, we're just going to set the scene for, I guess, the next time we talk about programming because there's so much to get into, but I guess we can kind of go over like the, the really raw basics um, to some extent. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, like styling an outfit. It's like, does this make any sense in terms? It sh that should be like kind of what you think about with everything in your lifestyle. It's like, if you have fitness goals and your sleep sucks, you need to work on that. Like you like work on it. Like you need to develop some type of impulse control and like put your phone away at night. Like the obvious things that everyone knows that they're supposed to be doing. Um, don't consume things that are going to make you feel stressed out, like a bunch of news, whatever, like think like, don't, don't get, you know, no like rage baiting. Don't, don't even look at any of that shit because like you do not, the last thing you need when you're trying to like recover, your body's trying to recover is to like suck in all of this like cortisol inducing bullshit that like shouldn't be affecting you at all. Um, you should have like better boundaries and like, you know, with your, with your screen time, all of that, like, uh, you know, bubble, bubble yourself, put a, put a little bubble around you, like mentally, like, you know, like, no, like I, like this goal is precious to me. And like my body 
matters to me, things like that, you need to like really prioritize it and make it kind of like the center of your life to some extent, which sounds intense, but it's really not. It's really, it just helps you focus so much. And then it's like, you know, the lifestyle choices that you make really get easier when you're thinking about like, this is my goal. Does this make sense for my goal? Like, do I need to be out late drinking? No. Do I need to be like, I don't know, like neglecting my body? No. Do I need to be neglecting my nutrition? No. Like my sleep? No. Like all of that, my recovery? No. Like all of those things start to kind of line up a little bit better. But like I said, programming really matters. (laughs) It makes a huge difference. If it didn't matter, like it's just everyone would have the same results all the time. It just doesn't work that way. Um, but yeah, um, what did we get through everything? I kind of talked to, did I talk about modalities? Kind of, sort of. Okay. So I mean, kind of like when I was talking about the fact that like the way that you create or pick exercises, it's like, yeah, like movement patterns, anatomy, and then you kind of work with like, you know, different variables. It's like, well, why is like, you know, like, why is a sumo squat different from a regular squat? Well, uh, because like the range of motion is a little bit different. The muscle groups that you're hitting are somewhat different. Um, the time under tension's a little bit different, things like that. You can, you know, use more weight with a sumo squat than you can with the regular squat. So, you know, that makes a difference. And then also like, what are the modalities that you're using? Is it like dumbbells? Is it the Smith machine, Big Daddy Smith? Um, is it the squat rack? Is it the baby bar? Is it like a kettlebell goblet squat? Is it, are you on the TRX? I like, you know, things like that. And the modalities don't make an exercise. I think a lot of people think that modalities are like the answer to everything. I'm like, no, it's just a tool. Like it's just a tool, right? It's like you can, most of the time you can trade it in with, it's interchangeable with a lot, a lot of different things or, you know, you're using it to be a substitute. Like the gym that I um, work at, which I also like never post online because I'm like sneaky, <laughs> but sneaky, private, whatever. Um, like we don't have a glute kickback machine. So I always like create one with the Smith machine, for example, right? Like, you know, it's, but the exercise is like not necessarily necessary to do in a Smith machine, but it's like you work with what you have. I mean, you can also use um, cables if you have the right attachments, like, um, you know, like the, the like ankle stirrup. I don't like to use that one. I think it's too annoying. Um, and then like, you know, like ankle straps, whatever, like there's, you know, it's really the movement pattern that really you want to focus on. It's not like the modalities don't really matter. Like just because you don't have access to this specific modality, if you don't need it, it doesn't really matter. Like you'll be okay. There's like ways around, there's ways around it. So like getting super caught up on like, oh, should I be, should I be using the Smith? Should I be using cables? Whatever. Like you don't necessarily need those things, but what you're focusing on is like the actual exercise and then like whatever the variables are, if the variables are like, you know, a specific amount of weight and then you can kind of figure out from there what it is you really need. Um, but yeah, um, mm-hmm. I think we got through everything I wanted to get through today. Oh, another thing I feel like, 
I mean, we talked a bit about repetition already. So I feel like, I don't know, I was going to do a whole, I've done a whole episode dedicated to repetition. Maybe I'll do that again, just to be even more clear. But this is also like kind of how repetition you're determining based off of like the weight that you're using. This is how it works. Um, So it's not like at random, but it's like more like, like I said before, like hypertrophy training, that Goldilocks middle, middle ground, medium weight, like middle reps versus like strength, high weight, high slash high volume, lower reps. And then, you know, the other side, like high, um, high reps, very low volume, things like that. Like those all have a different outcome and depending on your goal and also like just where your muscles are at, depending on what you need, like this is like how this is determined. So it all works together because it's an outfit. It's an outfit. You don't just put random stuff together and be like, this works unless your wardrobe is that seamless. And like, I really try to make my wardrobe as seamless as possible, just out of efficiency. And also I'm such a fan of the idea of like having a uniform, basically, like you already like kind of know, like in most occasions, like what type of outfit you're going to wear. Like it's not necessarily the same outfit, but it's kind of (laughs) the same outfit in a different font. So like it, it makes my life so easy and it's like so organized, but anyway, um, so that's how I think, but yeah. Um, oh yeah. Planes of motion is something to consider too. Um, like, I don't know. I, I've never been to, I'm trying to like be kind, but I've never been to like CrossFit or anything like that. So I really don't know what, what goes on there. People will talk to me about it and I'm like, okay, cool. You're in the gym. Good for you. Um, it's not, that sounds patronizing, but like, like if you enjoy doing something, do it. But also like, like I said, for a transformative process or transformative goals, you have to do transformative programming. You can't assume it's just going to happen. You might have like some, some benefits to doing like, like, I don't know, like doing the exercises at random, but you are not getting a full, like a full well-rounded type of training. Um, if you're just doing like the same few lifts, right. And this is just not, not, that's not even just CrossFit. That's just like the way a lot of people will train. And this is the way like 99% of people, especially like, I mean, I don't, I was, I was going to say, especially dudes, but a lot of dudes skip legs, not so much anymore. I feel like we've like, you know, the internet has convinced men to like train their legs, which is exciting. The same way it's convinced women to train their upper body, which is also exciting. Um, it's like, yeah, you can't just do the same, like four, four lifts, um, you know, and just, just like, you can't just like row bench squat deadlift and that just be all you do. Um, no, I mean, maybe if someone, if you're people who are focused only on strength then sure, but like, if you are focused on, even with that, it's still, it's not well-rounded training. You need to do other things. Like you have other muscles, like the, like it's just the body all works together. It's an outfit. It's a wardrobe. Um, um, yeah, like you're going to have thing like you're going to have like a bunch of inadequacies, um, as everybody does, but it's like, if you're not thinking about it that's when you start to kind of like underdevelop other muscles and maybe overdevelop some and you can develop muscle imbalances, which causes a lot of pain. 
um, and can cause injuries and it's problematic um, and it's annoying. But yeah, like planes of motion are important. There's, you know, only so many. So it's not so hard to just throw like, you know, a side lunge, a curtsy lunge. Like, you know, it's not, it's not difficult um, to just kind of throw a little a little of that in there because it's like when people are like oh like I have these problem areas and it maybe it's like on the like the lateral like so like the sides of your body it's like well are you doing anything anything to kind of like keep these muscles happy and healthy maybe not maybe you're only working in one plane of motion and now you have or maybe two planes of motion and now it's like you don't have like strong like you know glute meads or like I don't know like um like lateral deltoids like things like that like it's just you know or like obliques that's usually a problem too like hips obliques adductors um abductors things like that like this like the sides instead of just like you know straight on from the front or the back um usually these are areas where people have really weak muscles too because they're not working that plane of motion and then this can also mess up like your posture and obviously we don't want that because like aging and like also confidence and walking in heels and things like that you need your posture um so uh anyway i think we'll have to get into i guess we'll get into variables next time yeah i think so okay i think we this is enough for today um this just kind of difficult to really talk about programming in a short amount of time because there's so many different ways to go about it but I guess this is just like very intro that there that that programming exists and there's like ways to do it where you can control goals like your results based on your goals maybe they change whatever but like if you're getting results that you don't want it's because your programming is wrong um if you have been doing the same stuff forever and ever it's also because your programming is wrong um well and like well yeah yeah your programming is wrong if you've done the same thing forever with no changes because you do need like um you do need to it's called progressive overload you need to progressively overload your body in order to have changes but you also need to like have a recovery time so you can you know keep making progress and also maybe like not you know, push yourself so hard that now you're falling backwards because you did too much and you didn't recover properly. Um, so it's, yeah. Um, I feel like, so yeah, I feel like, I just feel like I'm forgetting something. I just feel like, I just feel like, oh, 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 I'm forgetting super super compensation. Okay. Like I was saying about, um, like I was saying about, um, progressive overloading it's like you obviously when people talk about plateauing it's like this is what happens right it's like you've been you were you started working out now you're getting results and then one day they stop they stop coming it stops working because now you've been doing the same thing forever it's you're not adapting anymore you were adapting but now you're not so what happened so initially what happens is what's called newbie gains is a whole thing it can be strength it can be muscle whatever can be both um where it's like a lot easier to progress um somebody's workouts when they're not very far progressed versus someone who's been working out for a really long time it's really hard to kind of progress 
the workouts because now it's like you have to make it so much harder um and there's only so much you can like do but like you play with the variables and see like you know mess with that to make it more difficult to kind of continue having these adaptations and to continue progressing um but that's why yeah it's progressive you have the progressive overload you make it a little bit harder every time but what happens when you first start working out with the newbie gains super compensation it's like or anytime you do like a new exercise that's you know different and it's really challenging you you know it's going to be really taxing on your body um and then you recover enough like i said and then when you come back to it now your body has adapted to it because it's like thinking like okay we did that thing. What if we have to do that thing again? What happens if that thing comes up? We have to be ready for the thing to do the thing. Um, we got to be strong enough to do the thing this time. Um, so you end up, if you properly recover and you're not just like, like, you know, from an unhealthy place being like, okay, I'm going to go like run like five miles instead of recovering and like assume that like, that's going to help your transformation. It's not, um, or whatever. I mean, it depends on what you're, you're going for, but in terms of like trying to get better at like a certain exercise or trying to help a muscle group heal, it's like, well, let's just, let's just let it heal. Let's just chill out a bit. We, the work is done at least for now, bit by bit. Um, but yeah, then it's like you recover and then you go back to do the thing again. And now it's going to be easier because you adapted to it. Um, so that's why when people first start working out, it totally sucks because it's like, you know, everything hurts, but then it's like you, once you're recovering enough, it gets a lot easier and then it sucks so much less. Um, like I, like people work out all the time. It's like, or have been working out for a long time. It's like, you know, you just don't really get sore a lot. It's kind of rare. It depends. Like if you progress an exercise or maybe you do something that you haven't done in a long time then yeah but otherwise you just it doesn't happen very often so yeah okay all right love you guys so much I think that's it for today um this is longer than I wanted it to be but okay all right I'll talk to you next week hopefully this helps